It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Texas A&M secondary stopping the Ole Miss wide receivers and quarterback is the biggest matchup in this football game. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in to Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Today, we're going to talk about the biggest matchups in this big football game between the Texas A&M Aggies and the Ole Miss Rebels. It's going to be a fun game. I'm really excited about this game. I, you know, the South Carolina game and the and the this, it's just like, okay, cool. But this game this is going to be a fun football game, and it's a big one for the Aggies. I'm really excited to see how this plays out. But the first matchup that I think you could argue is the most important in this in this football game, which I know everything's important, but number one I have here is Texas A&M secondary being able to stop Jackson Dart and then, of course, the wide receivers and pass catchers from Ole Miss. Ole Miss spreads the football around. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. They have a lot of guys with a lot of catches, with a lot of yards, with a lot of touchdowns. You have got to make sure, which, okay, I'll give and I gave an example like this yesterday. Some schools, you know, you have that one guy. Like Missouri, you got uh, Luther uh, Bertrand, however you say his name, Burden, Luther over there, a really good player. You have him. And then at Missouri, like, that's really, I mean, he's the guy, you know. At Ole Miss, they have multiple guys that, that are talented and you can get the football to. I don't like that for Texas A&M because it's almost like if you got one guy, you can kind of blanket them. You can bracket them. You can double team them. When you've got three dudes you got to be watching out for, I, it just it makes it a lot harder because that means everybody in your secondary has to do their job well. If there's a breakdown anywhere, receivers are going to be running open downfield and you are in big, big trouble. We don't want that to happen. So this secondary having a big game is going to be important. And we'll kind of wrap that into our second biggest matchup here, which is the defensive line versus the offensive line. We'll talk about that more in a minute. But point is... This secondary's got to play well. It's been a battle of, we do this, it's up and down, up and down, up and down. We we like the secondary. Oh, they played well today. And then the secondary struggles, and we kind of just keep going back and forth going, well, what's the deal with this secondary? Are we happy with them? Are we not happy with them? What are our thoughts here? It's a lot of up and down emotions with this with this uh, position group. They got to play well in this game. There's no options. This This game's everything. I talked about that on Monday, I believe. You lose this football game, I think you go seven to five. If you win this football game, I think you have a legitimate shot to go nine and three. That's how important this game is. And seven and five, I mean, we've we've talked about it. you can't go seven to five with this talent. You just can't. You can't go seven to five with this talent. It cannot happen. You've got to find a way to at least go eight and four. I would love to find a way to go nine and three. 
And I think the way you do that is win this football game. So secondary's got to play well. You can't let Dart pick you apart. You can't let these receivers run open all game. You got to stay with them. We've learned how teams are trying to attack Texas A&M. They want to push the football downfield. We've seen that. Arkansas tried it. Everybody's tried it. Uh, Alabama did a good job of it. Everybody's been trying to push the football downfield because they've seen the tape. They've seen the tape, and they've seen, okay, teams, uh, Tennessee tried it a lot. Teams are, try, are, are can push the ball downfield on this Texas A&M secondary. You're going to see that. Lane Kiffin watches the tape. Lane Kiffin watches the film. He's going to be trying to do the same thing. You have got to make sure that you are, are, are watching out for these deep shots. The safeties have to be ready to help because they're going to come. There are going to be a lot, a lot of downfield attempts. The secondary has got to be ready. It's got to be locked down. Or, I mean, if this secondary, if, if this secondary has an Alabama, Miami type of game, the Aggies aren't going to win this football game. Simple as that. Secondary has to play well. I want to see this be their best game of the entire season. So the next thing that we have is, is one of those one that one of the things that kind of plays on to it, but it's the defensive line versus the offensive line of Ole Miss. Ole Miss has given up some sacks this year. Not in a number that's in my opinion like super alarming if I'm an Ole Miss, but they're giving up sacks. I, you know, you don't like looking at the matchup and you go, oh wow, this quarterback's only been sacked seven times this year. That's like once a game, or you know, point being, he's getting sacked. Jackson Dart is so. The defensive line can help this secondary by getting constant pressure on Dart. Constant, constant pressure. You have guys kind of figuring out, kind of starting to play better on that. That you know, you you got Cooper. Which when you got Cooper, opposing quarterbacks, like I feel like Dart is kind of sleeping and like he's gonna wake up and like freak out because he's like, oh yeah, I gotta play against Edrick and Cooper on Saturday, and that terrifies him. Point being, this defensive line and the front seven really needs to get pressure, or anybody. Bryce Anderson got some pressure. Anybody that wants to get some pressure needs to get some pressure. I say defensive line, but I more mean Texas A&M getting pressure. We need to see it happen because if it doesn't, if you don't get a ton of pressure, that's when Dart will have the time, and I just I don't know if I believe the secondary can hold up against Ole Miss's passing attack if you don't get any pressure. You know, Dart's going to complete some passes. Dart's going to complete some downfield throws. It's going to happen a little bit. You just can't let it happen a lot. You got to let it happen a little. So what's going to help it not happen a lot is constant pressure from your defensive line, constant pressure from your linebackers and your safeties, whoever wants to come up there and blitz, constant pressure from those guys. That is going to help you win this football game, and that is going to help you keep Jackson Dart from throwing for a billion trillion yards on you. The next thing I have here is Max Johnson versus the Ole Miss defense. This is going to be a football game. You know, I, I talk about this a lot. You're not going to stop um, this Ole Miss offense. They're going to score points. You can hold them back. You know, you can – what I mean by you're not going to stop them is they're averaging a lot of points. I think we talked about yesterday. Did I say that they were the third – what did I say? They were the third – Best offense. Yeah, third third in the SEC in total offense. So that means they're going to score points. They're right up there with LSU. They're right up there with Georgia. They're going to score points. You need to not let them score what they've been scoring this year. Don't let them score 35. Let them score uh, 21. 
you know, that is what you have to do. You have to hold them to a couple touchdowns, a few touchdowns, 24 points, 21 points, maybe 27. You know, but once we start getting into the 30 and 35 and 31, that's when I start saying, I don't think you win this football game on the road. So you're going to have to score points with them. As, as so back to Max Johnson, the, hopefully the defense can slow them and not let them get their normal, not let them have their normal offensive output. But Max Johnson is still going to have to score some points. We talked about the second half scoring on Monday's episode of Locked on Aggies, as you everydayers know. We're going to have to, that's that's got to end. You got to score touchdowns in the second half if you want to beat Ole Miss. You're just going to have to. You're not going to win this football game if you don't put up a good amount of points. I would say it's going to take 30 points to win this game from Texas A&M because I don't think you're going to hold Ole Miss than anything less than like 24, 27. So it's going to take like 30 points to win this football game on the road. So you're going to have to score some in the second half. But Max Johnson, we know what he can do when he has time. And this comes down, we'll talk about the offensive line in a minute, but offensive line has to give him time. If he has that time, he's got to make good decisions. He's got to make good throws. He's got to execute. I sound like Coach Fisher saying execute, but he's got to execute. If he's able to execute his, his, his passing plays and hit people open downfield, I do believe Texas A&M can win this football game. We're going to talk about the line in this game, and I keep checking it because I'm like, that can't be right. I, I don't believe – yeah, it's still the same. We'll talk about it in segment three. It's still the same as it was when I wrote it down a couple hours ago. I, this this line betting line in this game really surprises me. I expected it to be a lot higher than it is. Um, so, but Max Johnson's got to have a good game. I, I think you got to see another – we're going to need to see 300 passing yards from Max Johnson to win this football game. This is not going to be a game where you can game manage and rely on your defense. You're going to have to have a big game on offense. I think it's going to take like a 285, 303 type of day for Max Johnson to win this game. So Max has got to show up. Max has got to play well. This offense has got to move the football. Has to happen. We have got to see it play out. We're going to talk a little bit about some other big matchups in this game, like. Jimbo versus Lane Kiffin, the fourth down defense versus fourth down offense. We'll discuss all that coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. First, we have got to talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app's easy to use. They've got spreads, player props, over-unders, everything you could need. Go bet an anytime touchdown scorer on Evan Stewart or on Le'Veon Moss, assuming he's out there. A lot of fun things you can bet pertaining to the Aggies, pertaining to all your favorite sports teams. You got to go check it out. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
other matchups that are going to be a big deal in this football game. The one that I have here, and it's a big deal, is, to me, Jimbo versus Lane Kiffin. I mean, just 1v1. Lane Kiffin, I think, forces you to outcoach him. I've talked about it. I like Lane Kiffin. I know I said that this summer, and some people didn't agree with me, which is okay. Not, nothing hurt, doesn't hurt my feelings. But Jimbo, I just I like Lane Kiffin. I think he's a good football coach. I do, you know. And I've I don't love. Well, I've talked about his whole analytics going forward on fourth down and all that. I love that. This is what I love at Lane Kiffin, and this is one thing I always I say this a lot on the show. But my dad has pushed this on me as a as a football saying. But that you know the whole you play to win the game, you don't play to lose the game. You pl- you don't play not to lose the game, and it's a real thing. I know I say it a lot on the show, but it is a real thing. I absolutely. There are two things on this planet that 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 there was nothing makes me more mad than this: prevent defense late in the football game, and then when you run it three times, run out the clock. When it's like if you could throw it and get a first down, I just win the win the game, win the dang game. That's my dad and I say that all the time, and I really believe that. That's why I like the way Lane Kiffin coaches. I like the way that he. Um, I like the way that he is aggressive. I like the way that he. he isn't going to be cheated. He's going to win a foot. He's going to do everything in his power to win a football game. I like that about Coach Kiffin. So, like I said, it is going to, he forces you. Lane Kiffin forces you to outcoach him. He forces your defensive coordinator to outcoach him. He forces everything about your coaching staff to outforce him. And Jimbo has got, I mean, at the end of the day, we talk about the players needing to go out there and play well, but coach has to go out there and coach well. You have to make good fourth down decisions. You have to do a good job. Do I kick the field goal? Do I take the timeout? Those things matter, and we've seen those things hurt the Aggies so far this season. You need to see good decisions from Jimbo, and Lane Kiffin being a guy who goes for it on every inch of the field forces you to be smart, call good play, call good defensive things. Lots of stuff we need to see. So Some of that's going to come down to Coach Jerkin, but my point is Coach Kiffin forces you to coach well, and we need to see it from Jimbo. Have got to see it in this football game. I really like the way Coach Kiffin coaches. And Jimbo's got to, got to coach, got to outcoach them if they want to win this football game. I think Coach Fisher can do it. I believe in Jimbo to do it, but he's got to do it. So, like I said, that's a matchup. I'm not like, I'm not kidding. I have that written right here. Jimbo versus Lane Kiffin. I have that as one of the bigger matchups in this football game. So we got to see a good day from Jimbo coaching. Then the next thing I have here, and it kind of plays into that a little bit. But is AM's fourth down defense versus Ole Miss's fourth down offense? I can sit here and rag on it as much as I want. Ole Miss goes for it on fourth down all over the place. You have to stop them. You have to, they'll go for it on fourth and four, fourth and five. They'll go for it on fourth and a billion. They don't care. Lane Kiffin doesn't care. You have, have to stop them on fourth down. And they're going to go for it enough times to where, like, if you look at them on the season, they're, they're not going to get it every time. It's not like they go for it twice and get it. They're going to go for it a lot. you got to stop them a few times. And that is going to kind of lead us into our next conversation, but is the punting slash field position game. So we'll kind of rope both of these into one another. You have to win the field position game against, against Ole Miss, and I think that a way to do that is if they go for it fourth and four on their own 44, that was funny. That was the same. But if they do, then you're set up 
in great field position. You got to take advantage of it. You got to score. You got to make your field goals if you aren't able to, to score touchdowns, but you got to score touchdowns. Field goals will not win. I don't want to see Randy. I don't want to see you out there, bud, except for extra points. Go out there for extra points. I don't want to see you out there kicking field goals. I don't love you, Randy, but I don't want to see you kicking field goals in this game because that's not how the Aggies win this one. You got to score touchdowns. He can go out there to kick extra points. I am cool with that, but not field goals. You're not going to win the game if you are constantly kicking field goals. Um, so that's just my thought there. And then, but the punting thing, you know, coach said, uh, Constantino is the punter. They're not going to think about changing punters. I, I'm cool with that, but I mean, and coach said, we'll work on technique, but I'm sitting here going, what technique? He's been a punter forever doing this forever. And he's been good for a long time. What is wrong? Is it, you know, I'm not speculating, but is it something, is he got a, a sore hamstring? Is something going on? Because he should be kicking the ball further than he's kicking the ball and he's struggling. So it, it's got to get fixed. But I think that you could argue that that AM's fourth down defense versus Ole Miss's fourth down offense is going to make make or break this football game. I mean, because if they go for it six times on fourth down and they're six for six, you're not winning this game. Some plain and simple as that. You are not winning this football game. You got to hold them to three for six, two for six. That's how you win this game because that's going to set you up in good field position, which is what we like to see. And then, yeah, like I said, the punting, I mean, you got to win the field position battle. If you're punting, if Texas A&M is punting from their own 34, you got to find a way to stick them inside their 20. If you're punting from within on your your own 46, you got to find a way to stick them within their 10. That's another way you win football games. You got to punt the football well. I know it's some people don't care about punting. Some people think, well, who cares? It's just punting. It's not a big deal. It does matter. We have seen how much it matters because Constantino has not had a good season thus far. He's got to punt the football better if the Aggies want to win this game. The last thing I have here is the I have two things, but we're going to focus on one of them more. But is is Texas AM's defensive line front seven against the Ole Miss rushing attack? I've talked about this is a balanced attack Ole Miss has. Ole Miss can run the ball, they can throw the ball. They got Judkins. They got those talented receivers. They've got Dart. Dart can run it. They can do it all on offense. So this is not a game where it's like sell out to the run, sell out to the pass. You got to be able to stop both, which is what makes this defense. I mean, this uh, Ole Miss offense so hard to stop. So <clears throat> the defensive line front seven has got to have a good football game, stopping this Ole Miss rushing attack. Got to see it play out. They can't run for a million yards. If Judkins has a big game, you're in trouble. The, the rushing defense has got to stop Judkins. we got to see it. The last thing, and this is another important one, is Texas A&M's offensive line versus the pass rush of Ole Miss. I mean, I can keep hammering this, beating this drum, bang, bang, bang. you got to be better up front on offense. Max Johnson, now, I talked about, I'll give credit where it's due, the Aggie offensive line didn't grade out all that well on PFF, but pass blocking wise, they graded out fine. Not, you know, not, I'm not to where I'm stoked about it, but fine. You got to be good in this game. You, you can't, this, this is like I said, you can't be going three and out. You can't be giving up sacks because that is going to lead to no points. And if you don't score points, you will not win this game football game you have got 
to score points, and it's going to come down to this offensive line. I, the rushing attack, I'm kind of to a point where I'm like, eh, you know, what? we're not going to see much from it. You're going to see a little bit from it. Hopefully Le'Veon Moss is back out there. Coach Fisher makes it sound like he's going to be, but then you know how Coach Fisher is. We want to see him out there. So want to see that. We want to see Le'Veon Moss out there running the football. But this offensive line's got to play well. If Max Johnson is getting hit and getting folded like a pretzel every single play, you're not going to win this game. We have got to see this offensive line give him the time he needs to find open receivers downfield. I believe the receivers can get open. I believe Max can push the ball downfield. And I don't even think he needs that long. He doesn't need a month back there. He just needs a little bit of time. If the offensive line can give him just a little bit of time, I think Max can throw the football and the Aggies really can win this game. So we need to see that play out. The offensive line has got to have a good football game. The Aggies are um, they're underdogs in this football game, but not by as many points as I would have thought heading into this football game. We'll discuss that and a couple other interesting notes coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. First, we got to talk about eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and leveled up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or die every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the last thing we'll kind of discuss here at Locked On Aggies before we call it a day. Oh, hope everybody had a good Halloween, by the way. I meant to say that earlier. Um, I'm recording this on Halloween. I got to go buy some candy to give to some little kids, which, you know, this being my first time being really an adult where I have a house. It's the first time having to do this, so you, I got to remember these things. But hope everyone had a good Halloween, had a good time. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Before we get into, I want to say real quick, um, bowl matchup update. The Aggies are still projected to be in the Texas Bowl, but now their opponent is projected to be Kansas, who just came off a huge win. I think it was, oh gosh, was it Kansas State that I think um, – I think, yeah, there was. they were projected to play another team in this bowl, and now I'm blanking on who it was, but now it's, they're projected to play Kansas in the Texas Bowl. Um, and then running through a little bit of FPI numbers, the Aggies have a 36.5% chance to beat Ole Miss. They have an 83.4% chance to beat Mississippi State, a 99.0% chance to beat Abilene Christian, 
and a 28.5% chance to beat the LSU Tigers. Uh, but what I really want to talk about, which is what surprised me, was the line for this football game. I don't, I just don't get this. So Ole Miss is a home three-point favorite. They always say that the home team gets three points. So if you in, um, if you do the math on that, that means that if this was a neutral site game, this would be a it would be an even line. If it was at home, Texas A and M would be favored by three. I don't, I don't get that. I, I, when I saw this line, I truly was like, I'm going to go ahead and double check and type in. Cause like, I just, I don't get this line because I just would figure when I saw this line, my immediate. Okay. So it opened it open. So it's four and a half some places. But frankly, four and a half, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Ole Miss is the number 11 team in the country, and they're at home. You would, I would kind of figure that this would be like more of a six and a half, seven and a half point line. When I saw the number three, I was like, I I was really genuinely surprised by that. Uh, I don't know if y'all are surprised by that. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I I said I think the Aggies can win this game. My more saying I'm surprised the line is where it is. It actually gives me a little bit of confidence for Texas a to win this game. We talked about it being an 11 kickoff, 11 a.m. kickoff, which is good because it means you can kind of sneak up on them. They don't know what's coming. You get in, you get out like a samurai, chop them up, get the win, get out of there. I like that, but I just, folks, I was really surprised when I saw this line. So let me know in the YouTube comments. Are y'all surprised by this line? Three points? I mean, for Mississippi State, I would have guessed it to be more like six and a half, maybe seven in that range, just because it's a number 11 team in the nation at home against a five and three football team. I, I don't I don't get where this is coming from. And maybe it opened somewhere different. It, you know, it opened. So we'll go to Vegas Insider. I use this a lot. Yeah, I mean, look at this. It's uh, at bet 365, Ole Miss minus three and a half. Fandle, Ole Miss minus four and a half. Bet MGM, um, Ole Miss minus three. Caesars, Ole Miss minus three. Points bet, Ole Miss minus three. DraftKings, Ole Miss minus three. Bet Rivers, Ole Miss minus three. Unibet, Ole Miss minus three. So, I mean, that that is the line. I am I just am a little surprised by it. You would just get – I mean, I, I think it's a little respect shown to the Aggies. I think you would expect a ranked home team – I mean, a, a top 15, number 11 team in the nation home team to be ranked higher against the 5-3 football team. But I think that's a credit to this – Texas A&M football team, their talent, and what they can do if they flat out play well. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you all so much for tuning in every single day. I really appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you all. Have a great rest of your day today. We have a crossover episode of Locked on Aggies coming up on Thursday with the host of Locked on Ole Miss. That's going to be a ton of fun, so be prepared for that. Have a great rest of your day today, and we will see you tomorrow. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.